Hello, friends, and to everyone listening, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you for tuning in via the different listening platforms that are out there, especially the Anchor and Spotify platforms. You're listening to Fresh Bread from the Pastor's Pantry. For those who may be new to this podcast, I'm your host, Pastor Rick Lancaster of Regen Ministries, located in Bakersfield, California. By the way, if you're ever in the city, feel free to pop by and join us for our in-person worship gatherings at 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock a.m. You can also follow us on Facebook under Regen Community. As we get started, my goal is not only to give you information but inspiration for your soul and your spirit and motivation for your body to get you moving in the right direction toward your divine destiny. In one of my previous talks, I mentioned how life is a journey, a journey full of mystery, suspense, thrills, chills, and heart-pounding moments of highs and lows. The highs are when you're skying like Kareem and soaring like an eagle riding above the clouds. Life is wonderful, exciting, and fulfilling. The lows of life, well, let's just say, we are all familiar with those, some of us more so than others. The lows are the losses we've suffered, the problematic points of persecution, painful failure, unfulfilled promises, and the smothering weight of the pressures of life. When life's journey seem to be repeatedly like this, we ask the question, why? Why is it taking so long for me to come out of this? No person I know lives life to live in the lows or valleys. One of my goals for today's talk is to not only answer the why is it taking so long question, but help us shift our perspective of the lows and valleys of life from seeing them as mundane, meaningless and miserable to the valleys being the actual pathway that leads to our miracle. Let me speak really quickly to that person who may find themselves living in the valley at this exact moment. The psalmist in Psalm 23, I believe he has a word for you. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you, my God, are close beside me. Though you may have to suffer dark seasons or dark days and find yourself in the darkest of valleys, the psalmist encourages you first by letting you know that you're going to get through this. Whatever your this is, whatever the severity of the situation may be, be it you're facing financial ruin and the collapse of your company or, or a life-threatening disease that has no cure, or even the death blow of the shocking news that your spouse has filed for divorce. Whatever your valley is that you're in right now, God wants you to know that this is not your end game. You will get through this valley and scale that mountain all, all the way to its peak. Why? Because of the second awesome truth the psalmist reveals to us. 
What does one normally do during those night seasons when he or she is suffering the lows of life down in the canyon and has reached rock bottom? One does all that one can do to fight off hopelessness, insanity, despair, and depression. All of these kinds of feelings and thoughts stem from this one lie of which we have either told ourselves at one time or another or someone else has fed us. That one lie goes something like this. You are all alone. You've been abandoned. No one cares. No one is coming. Now listen to me close. Stop listening to the lies of Satan, of society, of your situation. Stop listening to the lies of your own soul, the lies that you tell yourself, and start listening to the truth of your Creator, the truth of the Savior, and the truth of His promise, as Psalm 23 declares. You may not believe it, can sense it or see it, feel it or understand it, but there is the promise of the presence of the God who loves you in your worst predicament to provide for your prosperity. That is, provide all that you need to keep you moving forward and onward through your valley and on to rise to your victory. Wow, I hope that encourages you, for it certainly does for me. Now, usually, when we are walking through the canyons and lowlands of life, especially for an extended amount of time, there is this one question that eventually surfaces to the frontal lobe of our brain. That question is, why? But sometimes it's in the form of what? For example, the Bible details for us what scholars have subtitled the patience of Job. The subtitle is fitting because in the book of Job, we see a man who through great patience endured the onslaught of bountiful affliction, yet received the promises of God ten times over in his life. However, that did not come without even Job succumbing to the why or what questions. Let's see if you can catch the emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual debilitation of Job in Job chapter 7. I'm going to share just a few verses I picked out. Verse 4 says, and this is Job speaking, When I lie down, I think, how long before I get up? The night drags on, and I toss and turn until dawn. Verse 12, Am I the sea or the monster of the deep? that you put me under guard? Verse 19, will you never look away from me or let me alone even for an instant? Verse 20, why have you made me your target? Have I become a burden to you? Verse 21, why do you not pardon my offenses and forgive my sins? Does any of these questions sound familiar to you? If you can't I certainly can relate, especially to verse 4. Verse 4, he says, How long before I get up? How long? The night drags on and I toss and turn until dawn. How long before I rise above this mayhem, this madness and the rubble and the ruins? How long will this pain continue to last? He's asking, how long before I receive my breakthrough? How long 
before I'm victorious, successful, well off and blessed with wealth and prosperity. Here's where the subject of today's podcast comes in at why is it taking so long? How many of you find yourselves asking this question in relation to the longevity and ever sustaining, never seem to be ending trouble or valley of Baca that you may find yourself in? I know, Baca, though it may sound like it, Baca is not a bad word. In fact, I'm going to share with you how Baca is key to your blessing and benefit based on how you handle the Bacas in your life. Bear with me for a moment. Baca, according to the Strong's Exhaustive Concordance, means weeping. The Valley of Baca mentioned in the Bible is a literal place that is said to have been desolate, dry, barren, and painstaking to travel through. It's a gloomy, narrow valley where where brackish water trickles out of the rocks. Some have called it Valley of Oozing Water or Tears, hence the phrase Valley of Weeping. That all sounds interesting, but here's the best part. According to some scholars, the Valley of Baca, mentioned in Psalm 84, is interpreted as being the last stage of the Israelites' pilgrimage, their journey from North Palestine to Jerusalem. Now, with that being said, and before I answer the question, why is it taking so long? I must tell you this, that last stage of their pilgrimage, the last stage of their journey, just prior to them reaching their destination, required that they walk through the valley of the shadow of death, a valley so desolate, so dry, that it left them weeping, overwhelmed with sorrow, and drenched in tears. Yet, the valley of Baca also brought a six-inch smile to their faces. Why? because they knew it was a marker along their journey that signified they were almost home. Listen, child of God, man of God, woman of God, the valley that you're in right now, the turmoil, the tension, and the travail of your trial is God's signal to you that you're almost there. Your victory is in sight. Not only that, But verse 7 of Psalm 84, there's this hidden gem of God's promise. Verse 7 says in Psalm 84, they will continue to grow stronger and each of them will appear before God in Jerusalem. Therefore, know this child of God, man of God, woman of God, you're going to make it. It is through that valley of trials and tragedies, struggles and sufferings along life's journey, you will be made stronger. Your faith will be fortified. Your spirit will be unbreakable. And God's power at work in you and through you will be unstoppable. You will walk on the floodwaters and raging seas and reach your destination. All you have to do and all we have to do is to keep placing one foot in front of the other through your valley of Baca. And you will enter into God's kingdom promises, plans, and purposes for your life. I know this is probably more than enough that you need for today in order to be inspired, motivated, encouraged, empowered, energized, refreshed, and refueled to keep you moving forward in your life despite life's difficulties and dilemmas. 
But wait just a minute, Pastor. Somebody might be saying, you still haven't answered the question to why is it taking so long? And you know what? You're right. So here's the answer. At least it's the beginning of the answer. The reason it's taking so long for you to come out of that, of that valley of Baca, the reason it's taking so long for you to overcome the enslaving effects and emotional stranglehold of your situation, to move beyond the dark season in your life, and for you to finally break free from this overextended period of tribulation, the reason it's taking so long is because you're not ready. No, seriously, you're not ready is the reason. That's the short answer. So let me end today's talk with this last note. Think about this. If the Lord told you clearly, if you somehow knew that every valley of Baca you found yourself in and every crisis that you encountered would be part of the plan to place you in a position to receive the overflow of favor, success, achievement, fame, fortune, high productivity, and everything that you would put your hands to would prosper. If somehow it was given to you a clear vision of all of that, how hasty would you be in surrendering to a plan that leads into greater greener pastures and into his kingdom promises for your life. I told you, you are not ready. Jesus puts it this way, John 15 verse 2, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. So next time, we will discuss two major reasons to why is it taking so long. You see, there's a whole lot more that you're capable of and can do that you haven't done. Listen, God is determined to get out of you what he has deposited in you for the benefit of you and for the blessing of those around you. Stay tuned. Until next time, may you be blessed. May you walk in the favor and the goodness of God. And I'll see you on the other side. God bless you.